Thanks for joining Impact Boom. On this episode... A lot of times when you start talking about interior design in the social service world, you hear people say, well, that seems like a nice to have, not a need to have. But we found that by providing interior design and a foundation for these families, that they're able to not just thrive, but to grow generationally, to create wealth for their families, to escape poverty and homelessness, because what we offer is the first step towards self-sufficiency and security. Welcome to impactboom.org. We search the globe to find the people, stories, ideas, and inspiration to help you create maximum positive impact. Each week, Impact Boom brings you thought-provoking interviews with world-leading practitioners passionate about creating positive social change. These designers, social entrepreneurs, educators, innovators, thinkers, and doers share their projects, initiatives, thoughts, and insights on creating a better world. You can find all the stories, links, and other great content at impactboom.org. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter for the latest updates, or subscribe to the newsletter or on iTunes. Thanks for listening to episode 328 of Impact Boom. My name is Indio Miles, and I'm passionate about communicating the initiatives and enterprises causing sustainable and positive change globally. Today, we're speaking with Ashley Sharp. Ashley Sharp spends her career in public service as the executive director of Dwell with Dignity. She has helped the organization reach new heights, including the organization's participation in United Way's 2021 Social Innovation Accelerator Program and being named a Social Innovator of the Year finalist, being honored with DCEO's Nonprofit and Corporate Citizenship Awards for Outstanding Innovation in 2021, being awarded the best place to donate by D Magazine, and attaining national recognition through their Innovative Decade of Dignity Dining Series. Ashley was recently named an honoree of Dallas Business Journal's 40 Under 40 and a finalist for DCEO's Nonprofit and Corporate Citizenship Awards for Leadership Excellent in 2022. In addition to her professional career, she currently serves on the Mayor's Staff Council as the Engaged Dallas Chair, is a graduate of the inaugural class of the UT Austin Lyndon B. Johnson's Women's Campaign School, is a professor at the University of Houston and a member of the Kera Community Advisory Board. She is also a TEDx organizer and works with Annie's List, Blue Sky Talk, Movement Maker Collective, and Young Entrepreneur Council. She is a past president of the Business Council on the Arts Leadership Arts Institute and has been part of the International Rescue Committee, Dallas Summer Musicals, and Junior League of Dallas. She holds a BA in Arts Administration and an MPA in Public Affairs with a concentration in nonprofit management, both from the University of Texas at Dallas. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing how Dwell with Dignity are providing homes to those in need and her advice for entrepreneurs seeking to make a sustainable social impact. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. It's really, really a pleasure to be speaking to you today. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Excellent. Really excited for this conversation. To start it off, could you please just share a bit about your background and in what led to your current work in social enterprise and impact? Absolutely. So my journey is very non-traditional. 
I actually began my career in the arts as a dancer. And so I've always been passionate about aesthetics and art and fashion and performing arts. But my real dream was to be a New York City Rockette and to dance at uh, Radio City Music Hall and do the whole Christmas mm -hmm. spectacular. I even trained with them up in New York, uh, you know, high kicks, red lipstick, the whole thing. Uh, so <laughs> the fact that I'm doing entrepreneurship and innovation is definitely very far from where I started. Yeah, really, really interesting. And that currently led to your work with Dwell With Dignity, and you're the executive director there. So can you share with our audience maybe a bit more about the organization's purpose and then also how it is delivering this change and social impact? Absolutely. So Dwell With Dignity is this incredible organization that marries together human capital with the need to bring transformational design to those who are in need. And a lot of times when you start talking about interior design in the social service world, you hear people say, well, that that seems like a nice to have, not a need to have. But we found that by providing interior design and a foundation for these families, that they're able to not just thrive, but to grow generationally, to create wealth for their families, to escape poverty and homelessness, because what we offer is the first step towards self-sufficiency and security. And so we believe that interior design can change a person's life. So right now we're able to serve people, communities, and societies through design. Wow. Yeah. Some really, really fascinating activities there. And if you're looking at, so obviously these people in need that you're addressing, uh, that you're helping address these problems for through this interior design program at Dwell With Dignity, a lot of them might be experiencing homelessness, which is a hugely prevalent issue around the world. So what barriers in, in the US a bit more specifically exist for people who are experiencing homelessness? Um, and are having trouble securing a home and maybe even a sustainable income. I think that there's so many different barriers that our families are facing, and these are systemic issues. And I think that's part of the reason that we believe in collaborating with so many other organizations is because we know that we won't be successful if we operate in a silo. And we know that working together is going to be able to turn around the greatest long-term results for our families and our communities, because mm. it's not just a single factor. It's not just the fact that the living wage isn't high enough. It's not that we don't have support for single working moms. It's not that rent prices have doubled in the last two years. It's all of it together. And so I believe that it's up to our cities, our corporations, and our nonprofits to work together because we do believe in doing a lot of private funding to solve these systemic issues. But really what we need is a full, well-rounded approach because not one of us is able to solve this, but together we can actually make a dent because our entire goal is to in the generational cycle of poverty. We don't want our children to be having to face the same ailments that we are. Wow. Yeah, I, I really, really love that that statement of that purpose. Uh, such an important thing. And it, and it really comes through in all of Dwell With Dignity's activities as well and the social impact you're trying to create and addressing those barriers. So yeah, really, really amazing work. And thank you so much for sharing that with our audience, Ashley. So obviously you talked about this at the start uh, when you when you kind of 
divulge a bit more about your bio as well, that you, you're you pretty new to this entrepreneurship space. You never would have been able to predict being in this social impact uh, through entrepreneurship kind of uh, profession. So what advice would you give, maybe to even yourself if you could go back in time, but what would, advice would you give to an entrepreneur who are seeking to pitch a venture or an idea that will create social impact successfully? So I absolutely love entrepreneurship now, and it is my, my great passion. And I love that nonprofits can be included in this. And really my favorite part of social innovation is pitching. Um, and I know a lot of people hate public speaking, but I think <laughs> that's one of the greatest things that you can learn is how to speak and be compelling in front of an audience. Because really what you need to do is you need to be able to tell human stories. Statistics are great. But you need to create the quickest path between your mission and your audience. And that's going to be through empathy. And that's going to be through human stories. I think that it's so important to be vulnerable. And a lot of times we don't like that because it makes us uncomfortable. But the more stripped down we are, the more that other people can relate to us. And I think that especially when you're new to this world, you want to seem like you have it all together. But really, it's okay to make some missteps, right? I I think that failure (laughs) is so underrated because you learn from every opportunity of resilience is one of my strongest values. And I think something that every entrepreneur needs to be able to cultivate because things aren't always going to go well, but what happens is you learn how to strategize and you learn how to have plan A through Z ready to go. (laughs) And I think that that's what's so exciting is that you want to go where the flow and the energy is. And so maybe your first attempt isn't the right one, but you learn and you build up this muscle and you get faster at making these decisions. And then you're able to really just deeply fall into your work because you understand now that there is no barrier between you and the people who are trying to fund you. You're on the same team. What you need to do is figure out how the two of you can solve an issue together. It's not you versus anyone else. It's you together collaborating to solve a larger problem. Wow. I I really, really love that explanation there. And it's just a, it's really, really a testament to how passionate you are about this entrepreneurship sector as well. And yeah, that's just a really, really a suite of amazing advice there for for anyone who is looking to hopefully themselves jump into this social impact space. So thank you for sharing that with our audience. And if we're looking now more to the sector, maybe a bit more broadly and the opportunities that are available. So for for people like who who you were just talking to, who need, um, who want to create that social impact, where do you see potential in the next five years for impact-led individuals and entrepreneurs to create that social change? I think that's such a great question. And a lot of my time is spent thinking forward and thinking more strategically. And Mm -hmm. something that I'm really passionate about for social impact organizations, especially nonprofits, is this idea of finding a way to rebrand yourself to be the first in your category. So A lot of times people don't want to support something or they don't want to move forward with an idea because they think that it already exists, but it's about 
the entrepreneur's journey of branding something. You know, there are other nonprofits who provide furniture, right, for their clients. However, we are the only ones who offer custom interior design services. And so I think that there's a lot of room for growth in the next five years in, in these really specialized areas because so many organizations want to do too much at once. They want to tackle 25 different issues when really they should be focusing on one or two. And I think it's okay to really pare down and to go deeper into what you're passionate about instead of being so wide. You know, I think that career coaching is really important. I think that parenting skills, financial literacy, however, we know that we need to be the experts in a single field. And for us, that's interior design. And I think that that's okay because we're able to be so clear in our mission and our goals. And that way we don't have scope creep. We don't have a problem where we're trying to solve all the world's problems. We had someone come to us and say, hey, do you want to get into affordable housing? And I said, I sure don't. I'm very happy staying in our lane because we're the best at what we do. And so I think it's really important to drill down, figure out what your core competencies are and how those align to your personal values, because everyone should have a values framework that really is going to guide their work in social enterprise. Wow. Really, really fascinating. And just once again, just a suite of really amazing insights there for for anyone looking to step into this space. And obviously you've had that journey as well of coming from that area of maybe a bit of doubt in your own abilities or not sure whether you're going to have the capability to succeed there and then becoming the confident entrepreneur you have. is just incredible. It's really, really wonderful. And thank you for sharing that with us. So we're moving in now to the end of our interview. Uh, We just got two more questions. Um, And I just want to hear some recommendations from you. So firstly, are there any inspiring projects or initiatives that are out there that maybe you've come across recently that are also creating a positive social change? Absolutely. So I love supporting different organizations. And I was on a call with someone in Atlanta, Georgia, the other day, and I heard about something that had never crossed my mind before. And it's this incredible nonprofit called bagel rescue. And so basically what they do is every single day, bagel shops are throwing away roughly three to 400 bagels per store. And so at the end of the, I mean, isn't that insane when you just think about the number? Yeah. Crazy. They go and they go to these bagel places and they take them and they give them to hospitals, first responders, to individuals who are homeless. And so it's just something so simple because there is so much waste in our communities, whether that's the design community, whether that's in hospitality in food. So I think that that's just really, it's really simple, right? And I think that kind of goes back to paring it down. You don't have to do the biggest thing, but you could do something that's just that's really small and meaningful uh, because that would make the difference in someone's day. And so I think that's absolutely amazing. Uh, There's so many nonprofits in Dallas alone, but I think that there's some really important work that's being done, um, especially in in our state about uh, mental health and gun violence. And that's something obviously, you know, Texas has been dealing with, unfortunately, on a very large national scale. And so we're really trying to work with underserved communities who aren't getting the mental health resources that they need. Because again, it's one of those systemic issues, right? We have to go back to the beginning and say, you know, why are people not being heard? Why do they not trust 
health professionals. Uh, and so this is something that I think is really important for all of us uh, to think of and to be really mindful of and try to make a difference in this area. Yeah, wow. Yeah, some really beautiful initiatives there and such a scope of impact as well, just so many different areas and so many different problems and social issues. So yeah, thank you for sharing that with our audience. Really fascinating. And to finish off, are there any books or resources that are that are sitting at home on the shelf or on your computer that you would recommend to our listeners to check out? Yes. So I'm currently rereading Tim Ferriss's Tools of Titans. Uh, and yep. also sitting right next to me is uh, his book, Tribe of Mentors. Tim Ferriss is one of my favorite podcasters. He is one of my favorite authors. I think what's so great about this is that it's really digestible. So he obviously is a human guinea pig and his goal is to optimize himself in every way. And that includes, you know, through health, through wealth, education. Uh, I just think it's brilliant because you can open any page of the book and read two pages and get more wisdom than going to a graduate MBA program. It's incredible because he's really distilling these incredible lessons from people who have had successes. And I think it's great because you can just read it for five minutes. You can read it for two hours. And it's one of those books too, that you can just keep going back to. And I like to read it every year because every year I grow and evolve and something that I read before maybe didn't resonate so much. And now I'm going through a situation where it really is clicking with me. Uh, so I, I really can't recommend it enough. It is a very large book. It's 700 pages. Uh, but again, don't be scared. You can just kind of tackle it in bits and chunks. Yeah. Wow. Great recommendations there. And Tim Ferriss is absolute legend within that space. Um, so yeah, great recommendation there. We hear about him all the time on the podcast and can't wait to link that in. So all of those books and resources and amazing projects as well as Well With Dignity, they'll all be linked in at the end of the article. So once the listeners either listen to this amazing conversation or they've read through and they'll be able to look at those insights, they'll be able to click on through to all of that at the end and go check them out. So yeah, once again, thank you so much for recommending those. And also, most importantly, we've unfortunately reached the end of our time. I wish we could keep having this conversation. Um, so amazing. And it just means that I just want to say on behalf of Impact Boom, thank you so much for making this time. Uh, we know how busy you are and we really appreciate that you've, um, that you've shared your generous insights with us about all of your experiences. So all the best in the future. Can't wait to see what other social change you continue to make in the future, especially if we dwell with dignity, we just yeah, really keen to follow your progress and see what happens. So all the best, take care and thank you. Thank you guys so much. I absolutely love your program and can't wait to hear more of your amazing guests. Thanks for listening to Impact Boom. You'll find links to the initiatives, people and resources mentioned in this podcast on impactboom.org. Please leave your comments below and remember, we'll be publishing fresh inspiration and insights to help you create positive impact every week on the website, Facebook page and Twitter.